Welcome to Mindset, a guide to getting out of your own way and a blueprint for professional success. Today, neuroscientist Shelley Laslett is here to talk about uncertainty and the science behind why most of us will do almost anything to avoid it. It's pretty uncomfortable having to wait for someone else to make a big decision that impacts you. It's quite scary having to wait for that, especially when you're afraid of rejection. The worst feeling ever. I will spend like days just overthinking every little thing that could have possibly happened or gone wrong. Like, what, how was I presenting myself? What did I say? What did I do? What did the person I was engaging with say and do? And generally, I will convince myself of the worst, which is like, was a nice surprise when it doesn't go that way. But it is just an, a very fun, endless loop of anxiety and overthinking. Shelley, today we're talking about uncertainty. First up, why is it so uncomfortable to be uncertain about something? We don't like change. Humans do not like change. We love to predict outcomes because when we predict outcomes, we are safe and we want to be safe. We want to survive. So our brains are pattern recognition machines. We are constantly trying to predict the near future. And when we can predict outcomes or anticipate what's going to happen accurately, we feel safe and secure. We don't feel threatened. Remember that our brain wants to feel safe and secure all the time. Normal, right? And you're like, yes, that, that's how I want you to feel. So when change comes into the mix, it naturally disrupts our existing and previous thought processes, patterns, behavioral hierarchies, habits, things that we know we should be doing, our, our sort of our autopilot playbook. And we've streamlined these. So we know when person does this to do this. We know when our bustons email at 8am that they're pretty stressed. Cool. I know how to respond to that. I know to do this. Right. So then our boss doesn't send us an email at 8am, but they send it to my colleague at 8am. Does that mean like I'm not the person doing that now? Is that not my project? Should I not be responsible for that? I'm not sure about now. Are we on the same page? You can see how a tiny action that potentially has nothing to do with you can flick up that pattern. And so if we think about change happening, whenever there is a change in the program or the pattern or things happening outside of us, it causes us to be less rational. It actually means we're often less collaborative and less productive. So uncertainty is uncomfortable because we want to feel safe all the time and if we think that there is a threat to our safety remember emotional threat social threat and physical threat are the same if we think that there's a threat to our safety in our social relationships or our social dynamics our body is going to start to send those threat response it's going to start to generate those self-reflective questions you know why did that happen should i be doing this was it because i did that is it because i was i didn't put a cheers at the end of my last email you know we overanalyze every single detail now, it's really important to understand that safety is our number one goal. So change, change by nature is uncertain, it is uncomfortable. But here comes sort of the, the irony of being human. We are designed to change. You know, we know from Darwin that it's not the fittest species that survive, it's the most adaptable. And humans have only hung around on this planet as long as we have because of our adaptability. And we saw, particularly most recently in our pandemic periods, huge waves of change moving across the world. Now, was it uncomfortable? Yes. Was it uncertain? Yes. But could we do it and adapt really quickly? Yes. So we can see that we as humans, we as people can change. And you as an individual can change. It's not necessarily comfortable. And it does come with uncertainty. 
but you are incredibly capable of it. You are actually designed to change, evolve and grow. And in fact, your brain is underpinned by this very principle, something called neuroplasticity, the idea that your brain is plastic and malleable and it can change and adapt in responses to experiences throughout your lifetime. What does that mean? It means that it can change the things that happen within you, your thoughts and feelings, but also it changes and adapts to things that happen outside of you. So whilst change might not be comfortable and our brain is going to send those threat responses, we are actually designed to be able to deal with change. Okay, so it sounds like what you're talking about there is using strategies to adapt to uncertainty and change our thinking patterns. So let's talk about adaptability. How can we practice it as a skill and get better at actually sitting in that uncertainty? So adaptability is critical. Without adaptability, we do not survive. Without adaptability, humans would have died a very long time ago. We would not be here. So adaptability is is change, it's growth. So I want you to think necessarily about growth and growing pains are synonymous. The only thing that determines whether or not it's painful or progressive is how you think about it. So your adaptability is your ability to change and grow. And this is actually what I was mentioning before with neuroplasticity. Now, Neuroplasticity is where our brain cells, our neurons have conversations together. They, they grow new pathways, connection points. So we have neurons connect and they don't necessarily actually touch, but they extend out to each other and they form something called a synapse or a synapse, depending on where you live in the world. And across that synapse, uh, information is exchanged and information is often the, uh, just think about it as what's called a neurotransmitter or a hormone is exchanged and proteins are exchanged across that. And that exchange of information governs what happens or doesn't happen next, but it also governs the way that the very structures of those neurons, the very structures of your brain cells, the very structure of your brain, it governs how it's put together. I'm not going to go into any more detail than that because it is quite a complex process, as you can imagine, but what you need to understand is that your very thinking, the way that you think and feel and talk to yourself, your internal dialogue can change the physical structure of how your brain is put together. So the way that you talk to yourself, the way that you learn, the way that you take information in will physically change how your brain cells communicate, what they're connected to and what they're disconnected from. So this is how we can actually change behavior. When people say a leopard can't change its spots, no, it can't. Now, look, this this doesn't actually apply to you. You cannot make yourself have naturally blonde hair. You couldn't change your eye color. You can't make yourself taller. So yes, a leopard can't change its spots in that regard. But the undertone of that statement is that people can't change their behavior and and that's false. So the adaptability part about getting comfortable with uncertainty is simply learning. It's learning, right? We all feel uncomfortable when we have to do something for the first time. People often say, oh, you just do this. And often my response was, everything is easy when you know how. Right, so often when someone says you just do this, they're coming from a place of comfort or mastery of understanding and you're in that place of discomfort and misunderstanding or confusion. So the adaptability thing is not necessarily that, you know, we're never going to not need to change. That's a lot of negatives. <laughs> what I mean by that is we are designed to adapt and the comfortability with uncertainty comes the more that we adapt, the more that we change, the more that we experience. So the next time you're feeling uncomfortable, I want you to go back to the very start of the last time you learned to do something. And if you've been out caring and you've been caring for a family, I want you to go all the way back to maybe before you even were pregnant. 
before you birthed a baby, before that you learned how to feed that baby, care for that baby, it was crazy and overwhelming, right? And now you do those things without even thinking. You do those things on autopilot. There's an innate sense of what you need to do. And especially as your children have grown older, there's still that innate sense. Just that care looks slightly differently now. The point there is that when we do something which is unknown, it is going to feel uncomfortable. Adaptability is getting comfortable, knowing that you have an entire structure which governs how your brain works so that you can get adapted, so that you can be adaptable. It will naturally happen. And in fact, you won't even know that you're competent. You actually forget. And the other way to test this theory is if go and try to explain somebody, explain to somebody something you do without thinking. So if anyone's ever taught somebody how to drive, this is a good example, right? You actually have to go back and say, how do I do that? Or if anyone's a coach in a sport that they've played and then they have to go and coach a lower level or younger children or, you know, teenagers and they have to actually step through how do I do that? You almost forget, right? That's because you have adapted. That's because you now know how to do it. And your brain has taken that learning skill into a mastered skill and it's kind of put it somewhere that isn't in your working memory. It's actually put it in a different part of your brain called your hippocampus, but that's a conversation for another time. So coming back to that question of adaptability, adaptability is just growth. It's learning. It's going to be a little bit uncomfortable. Your brain is using huge amounts of energy to acquire that information, hold that information, change, develop. And so it's tiring. But most importantly, you are designed to do it. And just by the nature of being human, you will do it well because we are adaptable species. Okay, so we are adaptable. That's good news. And part of being adaptable is telling ourselves that we're adaptable. But obviously, we all need some structure in our lives. So how do we balance that need to plan ahead and that structure with our dislike of being uncertain about things? You can't predict the future. So how do we balance this with the need for planning and structure? So... Done is always better than perfect is a good one, but also control the controllable. You actually cannot control anybody else but you. You cannot control what's going to happen tomorrow any more than you can control what's going to happen next year. But it feels like your direct influence on tomorrow is easier, right? So it's about coming back to the short term. Control what you can control. Plan for scenarios, plan for situations, but you can't actually plan for something that necessarily hasn't happened yet right? So planning is about anticipation of what might or might not happen and having something in place that you can execute if there is a crisis moment. Planning within the crisis is not a fun thing. It's not an effective thing. And that's why we plan so that we have a blueprint we can pull out and go, okay, this is now the map. This is the mind map, the structure. This is what we're going to execute. And that is going to reduce stress. So anyone that's ever been in any work environment, that's what we do all the time, right? Something's happened. This is this has gone wrong. Okay, cool. What did we do last time? We did this. Or what was the plan that we put in place when we were planning to execute in this moment? It's this thing. And that reduces the stress because it increases certainty. We all have a range of where we're comfortable. Some people are really uncomfortable in uncertainty. You know, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and they are wildly uncomfortable with what would make other people, you know, curl up their toes. And I've worked with really structured people that just do not feel comfortable unless they have everything planned and in control. We all sit on that spectrum somewhere, but at some point we have to actually come back to what we can control and that is actually only ourselves. We can only plan. We cannot necessarily 
say exactly what is going to happen next. So the plan bit is do what you can other than if you can predict the future. Like nobody actually has a crystal ball that is going to be 100% effective all the time. In our next episode, Helen McCabe and Jamila Rizvi are transforming their uncertainty into decisiveness. It's a sliding door moment. Like you take a path and then you, it, you're, the world will shape shift around you and you will pick up good things and bad things when you take that path and you will have picked up good things and bad things when you take the other path. Um, the delay uh, from the learning of either decision uh, isn't serving you very well. Mindset is created by FW Jobs Academy with support from the Australian Government's Office for Women. FW champions gender equality in Australian workplaces through professional development, advocacy and community. If you'd like to know more, go to futurewomen.com or find out how to register for our Jobs Academy at jobsacademy.futurewomen.com.